uh, the Sea of Galilee. The Sea of Galilee is slightly smaller than Lake Malax. So if you know, if you've ever been out on Lake Malax, which I recently did this summer for the first time, it's a very large lake. And um, in a storm, it's not very fun, I would bet. I, I haven't been out there on a storm, but I can imagine it would probably not be a, a joy ride. So we have the scene, Jesus sends the apostles in a boat out on this sea, and then he goes up the mountain to pray. So it's not as though Jesus is unaware of their situation. He's very aware uh, that he has sent them into this storm, knowing what's going to happen. It's a little bit like you might say, or you might think, uh, if you're a parent, sending your child off to college for the first time, perhaps, or uh, to the tryouts for sports, or maybe their first job, or something, where there, there's going to be a little bit of a, mm, how are they going to do? I hope they do well, but we'll see what happens. You know, so there's that kind of thing going on. Um, knowing that they might fail, they might have a hard time, they might even get hurt, you know? But it's never the intention when we do this to say, well, ah, figure it out, you know, just go away, you know? It's, we want to see how they do, we want to encourage them, we want them to do well, but if they need our help, we're, we're there, right? We're there for them. Um, there's a book that came to mind when I was thinking about this as sort of a coming of age story. Um, it's called The Hay Meadow by Gary Paulson, a Minnesota author. And there's this one scene in the book, uh, it's about a young boy, I think he's 14 or 15, and he's going to go watch the sheep. There's like 6,000 sheep on this sheep ranch out in, somewhere out west. And he uh, has a scene where the, um, they're taking the sheep up into the hay meadow, and one of the farmhands is kind of working with him, and he's sort of like, oh, little kid or young man, what, sh what should we do in this situation when they're trying to cross the road and do all these different parts of getting the sheep to where they, they are going? He sort of lets him make the decisions and then he kind of gives a little guidance of maybe we should do this to kind of make it turn out right. And I think so often as parents, uh, we kind of try to do that. Maybe if we're, if we're trying to help our, our children make decisions, do the right things, but also wanting to be there to assist them. And I think God often allows us to kind of have that experience of, I want to help you, but I also want you to grow. And so we might ask, what is Jesus's purpose or what is God's purpose in these moments when we uh, see there's going to be troubles ahead and he allows us to go into that? God's purpose isn't that we never have trouble in our lives, right? So to be a Christian isn't to say that, oh, well, now that I'm a Christian, I've been baptized, my life is going to go perfect. Everything is going to be easy for me. Everything is going to work out just right, and it's, it's always going to be easy. No, there's, there's a reality that we are going to have trouble. We are going to have fear. We are going to have struggles at times. Um, the Lord isn't uh, promising that we won't suffer, and ultimately that we won't die either, right? That that's, part of, that's part of living, is that we will go through that. But that we do all of these things. His purpose is that we will do all these things in communion with our Lord. That in moments when we're struggling, He's there with us, and he wants us to know that. So he teaches us to abide in him, to remain in him, and that when we fail to abide in him, that he's still there, right? So when we, when we are fearful, when we're afraid, when we don't know what to do, Jesus is there. He remains with us, and we can cry out to him for help. So rather than turning to other things, which we can be tempted to do, right? When we, instead of turning to the Lord when we're in the storms of our lives, the Lord is inviting us to turn to Him, not to other things. And so often we struggle with that. I imagine 
at least some of these apostles were fishermen, right? So they knew this lake. They'd been fishing this lake for all their lives. And now there's this great storm. And I can imagine they said, well, we can, we can get to land. We can, we've done this before. We know what to do. But despite all their knowledge, despite everything, they still are not able to get out of the storm. And so there's this moment when they're just fearful and they're afraid. And they're like, this is not going well and we don't know what to do. So if you've ever been in a moment like that where you're just beyond your wits and you don't know what to do, you don't know how to overcome the storm that you're in, this is an invitation, right? To go to our Lord, to be with our Lord. Knowing that our, the Lord, knowing that we have a propensity or a temptation to trust in ourselves, to have independence, he often leads us into these areas where we are going to push our limits. Again, if you're thinking of the parent analogy, right, progressively as you uh, age your children and help them to grow, there's ways in which you can do so in a way that they too take a little bit of responsibility and they grow and grow and grow so that eventually when they're adults, hopefully they can navigate things. Not that you, I, I understand that being a parent, you're always a parent. Once a parent, always a parent. But um, there's this reality that God too leads us on, right? Progressively allowing us to uh, in increase the challenges that we face. Not so that um, we can be independent so much as that we can grow and become more and more uh, trusting in Him. So rather than trusting in ourselves, we trust in the Lord. So, all of that to say, whatever your storms are that you encounter in life, whether you're encountering them right now, or in the past, or in the future, the Lord is here, right? It's the same purpose. And if we can remember that, I think it changes the way we experience the storm. We still might be afraid. We still might say, gosh, I've done everything I can here and I don't know what to do. Uh, but it changes how we can experience that storm if we can say, but I know the Lord cares for me. And if I just stay with the Lord, no matter where this storm takes me, I will be okay. My ultimate goal uh, to be with our Lord will be preserved. Whether this leads to my suffering, whether it leads to my death, whether it leads to just a complicated situation, God is there. So God our Father loves us very much and he will not lead us to a place uh, where we are alone in the storm, but rather he always is aware and accompanying us through those storms of life. So let's allow the Lord to pull us through those things, even though it may be humbling, it may be uh, a little bit of a, an embarrassment that I can't figure this out on my own or I don't know what to do. Trust in the Lord. And if we need to, cry out to the Lord as Peter does on the water. Don't be afraid to go to our Lord in those times. The Lord wants to bring us to a place of ultimate deep trust in Him. And if we look at the, the apostles in their life, right, it's many, many opportunities to grow in trust. And it seems like the whole time Jesus is with them, they never ultimately get that. It's only after the Holy Spirit comes at Pentecost that they really have that, that assurance and kind of live from that assurance. So if our lives kind of go like that, and we have a long time where we just seem to always fail and have to say, Pull the chute. I'm, I'm really struggling here, Lord. I don't know what to do. That's okay. That's part of, the, part of the whole journey, right? That we just keep growing in our trust in the Lord. And so whatever, again, our storms are, let's, let's not be afraid to be in them. And if we struggle, it's okay. If we find ourselves in a dark place, the Lord is here with us. So we, we ask the Lord to help us to grow in trust in his providential care for us.